Well, hey, hey, everybody, you are listening to Real Relationship Talk, and I am your host, Dana Shea. You guys, I'm laughing even in the intro of this podcast because my cheeks have been hurting for the last 30 minutes. We just did an amazing interview with our guest today. Now, our guest today has been a friend of mine for almost my entire life. Literally, she has known me since I was about three or four years old. And our guest today is my friend, Michelle, better known as Camille. Miss Maybell. Now, they always say that laughter is good for the soul. And every time I talk to Miss Maybell, I end up laughing until my sides hurt. And today was no exception. And so Miss Maybell has been married five times and she's no longer married. And she's going to talk about why that is. She's going to talk to us about some old school relationship advice. And so here we are on episode 37. We are ending our single AF series. We've got just a couple of more episodes in this series before we start talking about marriage and, and other kinds of relationships. But I think what Miss Maybell shares, especially when she talks about women having a form of mystery, I thought that was so, so good. And I really hope that you guys pay attention to this relationship advice. You know, if you've ever sat with your grandmother, like for those of y'all who have real good grandmas, like I love my grandma, Grandma Doris, and I love to just talk to her about life and marriage and kids and all kinds of things. Older people have so much wisdom. They've been through some things. They've lived through some things. And it's just such a treat whenever you get to talk to somebody who's got some miles on them. And so that's what Miss Maybell is giving us today, y'all. She has given us all the wisdom, all the wisdom that you could ever want in relationship advice. So I want you guys, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And I would love it if you would rate and review this podcast, if it means something to you. Of course, I'd love for you to share these episodes, but more importantly, I want to hear from you. I want to hear how these episodes have been encouraging you, how they've been challenging you. I've heard so many um, just really great comments from those of you guys who have who have just really been challenged, even in this single AF series. And so that's really always my goal, is that you hear something that's a little bit different. You know, there's so much out there, guys, that just buys for our attention. And there's so many different podcasts. And I'm a podcast junkie. I love podcasts. But I want you, every single time that you turn on the Real Relationship Talk podcast, to walk away feeling encouraged and feeling challenged and really feeling like you got something for your time that you spent with me. So I don't take that for granted. I love the fact that you show up every week. And today is going to be just a different kind of episode. You're going to laugh. Let's dive in today to my conversation with the hilarious Miss Maybell. All right, everybody. Well, we have the pleasure of having Miss Maybell on the podcast with us today. Miss Maybell, were you able to log on successfully? Did you have any issues getting on the podcast today? Well, I did have a few sugar, but I'm here. I'm here. Uh huh. Can you see me? I can see you. You look great. Uh huh. Thank you. I love the pearls. I love the pearls on the glasses. That's a that's a neat touch. Oh, this is called bling right here, sugar. Oh, bling. Okay. Well, Miss Maybell, we've talked before, and actually, you were on my YouTube channel a couple years ago, and we yeah. had a long conversation about relationships. You were turning me, telling me all about your burner phone. I don't know if you remember that conversation. Yeah, I so, yeah. Yes. I said, I got to have her back because you've lived through some things. You yes. have watched this generation go through some relationships, yes. and- 
I just think you are a wealth of wisdom. And so I wanted you to come on the podcast today <laughs> so that you can share with our listeners some of the things that you have learned in your yes. relationships and in your life. Yes, yes, sugar. Uh-huh. So let me ask you off the bat, have uh-huh. you ever been married? And yes. if not, why not? Yes. Well, sugar, I've been married multiple times. Uh-huh. Uh, currently, I think the last time I was um, on your broadcast, I was I had a prospect that we was going to be uh, entering into the covenant of marriage, but things didn't work out. His finances weren't right. So I'm single. Uh-huh. But I have been married multiple times. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. I remember you telling me about this guy. Yeah, his finances weren't right, so he had to go ahead and break it off. So how many times would you say that you've been married? Is that would, information you want to tell us? Well, yeah, yeah. So, and this, this is all now. It's all been, the men have expired, not like with regards to an expiration date, but they've all, what's another word? That's a euphemism for they passed on. Got it. But I, I am not what they call that the black widow. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those. But they've all just some occurred, some happened, and they didn't they didn't pass on. So, and but all of them from natural causes. N- never been in any type of investigation or any you know foul play, anything like that. But they've all just gone on. Uh huh. So uh, five times. Five uh-huh. times. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. All right. Well, that's that's a lot of experience, you know, five different marriages and five different kinds of relationships. I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them now I married twice. My my first husband, he cut the fool. I had to let him go. And then he got his life right, came to the Lord and he was serving the Lord and doing right. So I took him back. So I married him two times. So technically four, I guess. Well, no, technically five, because we did go through the ceremony. So technically, yeah, five, but I just married one of them twice. You want to get that straight. Okay. So now that you're single again, what do you miss most about being married? Well, I don't, it, what's this here rating on this here podcast? Thirteen. <laughs> it's whatever rating you want it to be. We okay. talk very openly yeah. about sex on this podcast. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I, I miss that. See, that's something you miss it, see, when you're just having relations. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but, you know, the Lord, he keep you. He keep you. He keep you. He keep you when you don't want to be kept, Sharon. Now, no such thing as he can't keep you. He keep. But I, I enjoy it. I enjoy that that be a part of the relationship. Because we was cooking in the kitchen and the bedroom, sugar. Oh, glory. Help me, Father. <laughs> Woo! Them days. Yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll say, just leave it at that right there. We'll leave it at that. Okay, okay. Leave it at that right there. So, Miss Maybell, let me ask you something, because a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast are single. As a matter of fact, I'm in the middle of a whole single series right now. And what would you recommend for single people, let's say single women, who are waiting on their Boaz? They're waiting for their man to find them. What would you recommend that they do while they're waiting? Now, see, this here, the, the operative word, see, waiting. Now, if you're sitting in the corner of your house just waiting and waiting and watching the time go by and, and watching the, the cobwebs form in the corner of your walls, well, that's an issue. So you got to actively wait. That's an oxymoron. That's just like saying a, a, a skinny elephant or a, a, a warm blizzard. 
See, it's an oxymoron. It's two opposites, you see. Uh-huh. But you wait actively. So what you need to do, sugars, is find what your purpose is. See, a whole lot of women, they don't know what their purpose is. They just sitting around waiting and they want this man to come. But what is your purpose? You got to be doing something so when he come, he'll find you. Now, when you read the story of Ruth, Ruth wasn't sitting around waiting. She was out there in that field gleaning the weed or whatever she was, the barley, whatever she was gleaning. See, she was busy. So that's what you need to do. Find you what your purpose is. Pray about it. Ask somebody. Get, get a life coach. Do something to find your purpose and get active. See, so when he comes, you won't be desperate. Mm, that's a word. You see what I'm saying? You won't be, yeah, that D-E-S-P-E-R-A-T-E. You won't be desperate. See, you'll be living your life and you'll be doing your thing. And then, you know, the good Lord will tap you on your shoulder and say, look to your left and you look and, oh, well, oh, hello. <laughs> you see, you see, hello. You see, not next to you been looking over here all along. And then when he come, you done ran to him and not ran over. No, sugar, let, just be busy living your life and doing this and you know, that and blah. And then you see, you get that tap and, and you say, Okay, okay, that's some good advice, right? Right, right. She won't on Israel.com or Israelite women looking for older men. She won't on none of that. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm saying she was busy. She was with her mother in law, right? The mother in law said, Look, child, go head home to to your people. She said, I'm not going nowhere, mother in law. She said, I'm going with you. Mm -hmm. See, the other lady, Orpah, Oprah, Orpah, whatever, she. She first said she was going to stay. Then she said, well, I'm getting up out of here because ain't no men's around here. Ruth, she clung to her, see? She, she clung to her. And she told her mother-in-law, she said, I'm not going to. Your people, say it with me. Your people would be my people. Uh-huh. And your God would be my. My God. Uh-huh. See, they're the priest right there. I got to talk about that in the Bible set with the young women. Uh-huh. So, and then she, she, they had to eat and they had to get comfortable and they knew home and all. And so, you know, because they was new people in the area and they only knew folk, but Ruth didn't. And so then that's when she went out in the field. She went out in that field and started to glean. And then Boaz said, well, well, well what, who, oh, see, she caught us up because <laughs> she was out there gleaning in the field. He said, well, who's that young thing right there? That's that's a great paraphrase. I love it. I love it. Now, you mentioned that Ruth was not on Israel.com. What are your thoughts about online dating? Well, well, okay. Okay, so listen. I was I went to the dating website that for the, the one that's from what you know. What you know about findingaman.com. That was the website. It was it had a long name to it, but I said I'll I'll see what this is about, right? Oh my goodness, they had some good ones and they had some bad ones. You got to screen them, you see. You got to be, you got to know what you're looking for. And you need to just take your time. So you don't go out here and you done met him at, at 5 30. And now you at the Starbucks at 7 30. Don't nobody know where you are. Don't nobody know nothing about you. Done went to meet no man. And see, then you end up being abducted. And sold somewhere in some place where you're down there making pastries, and don't nobody know you're down there making pastries. <laughs> so you need to just take your time and talk to people, and 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 
And if you meet them, meet them somewhere that's not anywhere near your house. Take an Uber to where, say you're going to meet at the Starbucks. You take an Uber to the Starbucks, let somebody know where you are and send them a picture if you can, not right then and there, but prior to send them a picture so they'll know what it looked like. And we say you don't have coffee with him for 30 minutes and see what he's talking about and all. And, and then after that, you go on and see, he'll say, well, that was a nice cup of coffee. She didn't act like she was thirsty you know, metaphorically. And and then maybe, you know, y'all meet up again because he said, well, she she was just nice to, you know, have some coffee with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take take your time just because them, them, them websites, we had, uh, Chester was on the website. Now Chester was on his 10th wife and he's on a dating web. And we reported him to the people too. He's doing time for that. Oh. Because we don't, he's right there in the cell doing time. All right. What would a woman, how would a woman know if she's online dating? What are some red flags uh-huh. that she should be aware of? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Red flags is he, you, you meet him at 530. And you go, we talked about the scenario. You go have a coffee and all, you have a good conversation. And then the next day, he wants to invite you over for dinner. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or... He wants to say, well, 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 what neighborhood do you live in? No, no, we're not. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Or he wanted to talk about he got a business venture. Oh, and he just happened to be looking for investors. No, no, we're not. No. <laughs> or he wants to take you to the verses in the Bible that talk about couples that didn't have relations. Well, you know, you don't want to. No, uh-uh, that's no. You see. So those are red flags. I got you. I got you. So what do you think about, because we talked a little bit about online dating. So let's just talk about traditional dating. Because there are some people who are not doing online dating. They're just old fashioned meeting people in the grocery store, at the gym, you know. So what should women who are wanting to be married, because there are some women who don't want to be married, but what should women who want to be married how should they present themselves? You know, uh-huh. should they, because we, we hear, I don't know if you know the term thirsty, what that yeah, means. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know what that is. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. How should women be presenting themselves out here in these streets? Yeah. So you, listen, see, when you're thirsty, the only time you should be thirsty is if you haven't had anything to drink all day or you got in the desert somewhere, Arizona or the, 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 we call that the Serengeti or somewhere. Now it's the summertime and you know you've been the water, you've been sweating and all. Then that's appropriate thirst. But whenever you see a man, you see he walk past and he's doing like this. Frank, you ain't never seen one before. See, you're anxious. See? Mm. Yeah, so you don't want to be thirsty. That's why you need to have your purpose. See? And you need to, you know, just, just understand that you as a woman, you are beautiful. Now, Clyde May, she had cross eyes and they never were, were able to fix them for her. She tried to get them fixed. They was at, never able to fix her, her crossed eyes. But she had a beautiful smile. And she had beautiful skin. So men was able to look past the eyes that was crossed. And she had a oh, phenomenal personality. And she made the best homemade rolls, honey. South of the Mason Dixon. Mm. So she has some skills. You see, she has some skills. Uh-huh. And then some a lot of times in the summertime, she wore sunglasses because she was, I think, a little bit self-conscious during the summertime because the eyes just kind of crusty. 
And so, but she, wonderful, but she won't thirsty, honey. She was could be just as confident with her appropriate attire on, and she looked nice, and, you know, she, she had on her best outfit. Now, all women have something that just, your, it could be your lips, it could be your hair, it could be your skin, it could be your bosoms, it could be, you know, maybe you 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 you, you got a little bit of junk in the trunk, or maybe you just got a, you know, regular trunk, but it's, you know, as stuff is contained and stuff, or you got pretty legs, or you got pretty feet, or you got uh, pretty fingernails, or everybody got something about them that's attractive. Accentuate that. Don't be whorish with it now. Like <laughs> Saucy May, who had a boobs, they was just spilling out. Why Saucy you... May? Saucy May. Who Saucy May. <laughs> okay. So Saucy, Saucy May will walk around with her boobs hanging out. Saucy May, when she get that liquor in her, she got the boot days hanging out. Saucy May, if you don't put your, strip them back in the bra. <laughs> See, put them back. It matter of fact, go on home because you didn't have too much to drink. See, she's out there with her bosoms out there because she didn't have too much to drink. But anyway, yeah, you ain't got to have, sit, have some mystery. The man mm. don't want to see everything. He don't mm. want to see everything. Men have good imaginations. Keep some stuff that's mysterious. See, so he can kind of think, well, that was the one you know, and hopefully he ain't being perverted with his thoughts. But he just kind of that you know, as opposed to, well, I see everything she got. I ain't got to imagine nothing. I'm tired of bored with that. Oh, yeah. So keeping and not being thirsty and you're having your purpose and you, you're looking good and you're feeling good about yourself and you're involved in your community and all that. You just live in your life. Just do your thing and, and work on your work on managing your finances. Get your budget. Budget. Get you a ledger or get you something, an app or something to manage your finances and see how you're spending your money and learn how to cook. Lord, please learn how to cook. Learn how to cook something more than oodles and noodles. <laughs> Don't no man want to come home from work and eat no oodles and noodles. Right. It don't make no sense. He done worked hard all day. That's what you want him to do. And you're cooking oodles and noodles. And couldn't even cook that right because they's mush. Mm. Oh, I don't, Jesus. Need to have a cooking class for these women. But get, get you some, learn how to keep house. Learn how to vacuum and sweep and 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 sanitize and disinfect and learn how to wash them dishes that's been in the sink for two days, growing bacteria and mold and fungi and whatever else. Now, Miss Maybell, what would you say to women who say that seems kind of backwards? Like this is a 21st century. Do women really need to learn how to cook and clean and vacuum and all that stuff? And they, I'm asked just one question: Are you married or single? That's that's a very exactly. good, very, very good question. Exactly. Now, if you want to stay single, continue to do what you do. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. Well, I'm married, and both me and my husband we share household duties. Yeah, and we but have it, some kids too who who help out. They that's okay. their responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay, but well, that's good. Now, but see, you's attractive and all, and so you know, say, yeah, Sean don't probably put what's Sean's right. Right, that's my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he don't mind because see when he takes you out, he's representing well, and you got you working in your purpose and all. I'm sure he don't mind helping you do some things. I'm sure he don't mind, and that's okay to split the responsibilities. But you've got like uh, 
Clarissa May, listen, she want a man to do everything and how much money he making and all. And she ain't got no bank account nowhere because the bank won't let, they don't want to take her money. <laughs> she can't put her money in no bank within a 200 mile radius. Mm. Uh-huh. They said they're not taking it. They said they sick of her. Matter of fact, when they closed out her account, she was minus $50. They sent her a hundred just to tell her, don't come back. <laughs> don't come back here. Don't you come back here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So you got to keep your finances right. You got to take care of yourself. Have right. a purpose. Have Don't a- be thirsty. That's all right. great advice. That's all great advice. Let me go back to, you were talking about how women need to have some kind of mystery about themselves. Yes. Yes. And I think that's such great advice because I feel like what we see in the media, we mm-hmm. see women basically being over-sexualized or hyper-sexualized. Mm-hmm. And so you have women who feel like that's what they need to do. They need to kind of put something out there to dangle the bait for these guys, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. how are women supposed to be covered up and, you know, Uh people want to look cute. They want to be fashionable. How Uh how are women supposed to be able to balance that with the expectations that it seems like society is putting on them? Even Christian men and Christian media, a lot of times Uh will put that Mm -hmm. expectation on women. So how are they supposed to respond to that? Uh-huh. Well, listen, let me tell you this here. Now, see, men, sometimes they tend to be, what's the word? Dichotomous. Uh-huh. They say one thing, where that, that's hypocrisy, one of the two, anyway. Sometimes they're doing a couple of things. I think that's what dichotomous means. You're doing a couple of things. Mm-hmm. See, they got the women they're going to bring home to their mama. And then they got the woman that they're not going to bring home to their mama. Mm-hmm. Okay, see. So, because they they love their mama, and when you see their mama, most of their mamas, if they's respectable women, they not looking like Cardi B or Carter. <laughs> they not looking like her, right? That right? so you see them, and then she looking respectable, and or she looking like she be involved in the church. If not, she look, you know, professional, sophisticated, whatever. And that's how they want their wife to look. But see, because of their needs, they tell you, oh no, they don't. Oh no, I I won't do. I got to know what I'm getting into. So they talk their foolery, but if they meet a woman with a standard, then they say, well, oh, she's, oh, she's, huh, she's kind of different. Now, let me tell you this now. I drive the Mustang. Uh-huh, I drive the 5.0 Mustang. I get down 95 and I opens up. Oh, uh-huh, I'm surprised up. at that. Okay. I know most people are, but I opens up on that shit. I shift my gears and I get up in and I open up. I know all the police officers on 95. Huh? But anyway, I digress. So anyway, I was driving one day down 95, see? And this car came upon me because it was a traffic um, accident. And I saw this car and I said, was that right? I hadn't seen anything like that. I said, that car right there is expensive. You didn't have to tell me. I just knew I could see it. I said, because you don't see that on the road a whole lot. See, you mm. see my Mustang. Now, you don't see the 5 that I have a lot. But you see Mustangs. That ain't nothing new. But when I saw that car, I said, now, that right there, that's an expensive car. Now, see, I would love to have something like that. So and we was creeping. We was creeping. We was creeping. And I happened to look at the back, and that car was a Rolls Royce. Hmm. 
Now, see, you don't see a Rolls Royce normally. When was the last time you saw a Rolls Royce, Dainty? You know what? I think the last time I saw a Rolls Royce was at my friend's wedding. That was going to be the car that was taking them to their honeymoon. And that was like 18 years ago. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, we don't see it regularly. But when you see it, you know it's something different about it. Now, did you know that a Rolls Royce, you're not going to go to the Rolls Royce dealership and ask to test drive a Rolls Royce. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, they're not going to let you do that. Matter of fact, they might call security and have you escorted because you came up in there with that fool to be asking to test drive. No. Uh-uh. So, but we know it's sophisticated and it's lux- luxurious and it costs a whole lot because you can tell by the way it's built and how it handles on the road. So it's the same thing with a woman. You want to be sophisticated. Now, like we talked about, you can accentuate. You want to look feminine. So look as feminine as you can, but be sophisticated. Get with some of the women in your church who you admire and say, you know, Miss Emma, I noticed that you always look so nice with what you have on. What can we do? Oh, I'm sorry, sugar. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to get. Okay. Um. Yeah, you know, how do you always, I just love the way you look. Can you help me with my attire? See, and she'll help you. So it's okay for you to, if you got a nice bosom, wear something that accentuates your bosom. It ain't got to look like you got on something that's so big and frumpy. Can't nobody tell if you have any breasts, you see. You You want people to be, God gave you curves. You want people to see you got curves, but we don't need to see the fact that you got curves and that you got a Hanes underwear. I see, got that's you. too much. That's too much. Accentuate what you got because when you walk and move through your community, you want people to say, well, that, oh, mm, she is, is different. Yeah, so accentuate. But the men's that, what is this that they's doing? They's on the, the, these apps and they at the strip club and stuff. They're not taking them women home with them to meet mama. They want somebody who looks sophisticated and looks polished and got your goods covered up. Now, let me, for example, if you got nice shoulders like I have, it's okay for you to show show a little bit of shoulder, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be showing just all this is down and no, it's okay to show a little bit of shoulder, but just, just keep things. Just keep things kind of mysterious. Just keep it kind of mysterious. You can do that. Because Cardi B and most sophisticated men, they're not going to take her nowhere where they won't stay colleagues or somebody that they admire to meet her. They're not going to do that because she's got everything just exposed and all that. Can you can you make a complete sentence that is grammatically correct? I don't understand what all that is. Right. Well, that's good. That People need to take that advice to the bank to, to have some kind of mystery about you. I love your Rolls Royce analogy. That's, that's on point, Miss Maybell, on point. Well, listen, I know that you've got some years on you. you got some experience, some seasoning on you. So I'm curious to know, what is the best relationship advice you've ever given and the worst relationship advice you've ever given? The best relationship advice is what is what I just shared. The worst relationship advice would be, well, what you got to lose? Go out with him anyway. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's some pretty bad advice. You got a lot to lose, right? It's it, sad to say they still ain't found her. They mm. still ain't found her. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. But they, <laughs> said they think she's down there somewhere in South America. Oh, okay, so she didn't take your advice about <laughs> taking a picture and sending it to her friends. She didn't do that. Mm. And it was a, it was a long day. I was tired because she kept asking me question after question after question after question after question. Go ahead. Go, just go. What you got to lose? And so she's down there somewhere out. She's not in the country, but somewhere. They think she might be an indentured servant. Well, I, anyway, we still got a private eye investigating. Now, I paid for it because I feel, I felt so bad about it. I so see. Bad. Now, what's switching gears a little bit? What's the best advice that you've ever received? And what's the worst relationship advice you've ever received? Okay, the, the best relationship advice was, but what did what is the Lord telling you? What is the Lord telling you? Now I don't know if everybody's up here is Christian, but if he is not, what is what is your intuition? What the people in your circle that are wise, what, what are they saying to you? What are they telling you? Behind that was the best advice. Mm, that's good. Uh-huh. The worst advice was he's not as short as you think he is. <laughs> okay. Go, go, he's a good man. He's not as short as you think he is. He's a good man. Go go out with him. I, I, no, he was as short. He was as short as I thought he was. And I, I don't prefer he was a midget. I, is that the correct, politically correct word? Um, that's a good question. I, I think there's probably a better term, but I'm I'm not sure what the word is. Short I don't people. Know. I don't little yeah. people. Yeah, he was little, and he got a check. He got a midgetism check. He was getting that too. It wasn't. It was a nice pretty pen in there. He got it, but he was getting a check. But that's what his disability was—a midget. Mm. I I knew he was one, but somebody told me, "Go out, go just." He's not as short as you think he is. He 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 was. He was. <laughs> he was. So that one didn't work out. Yeah, because we look like mutton gifts. Now some women may be married to you. May be married to a midget. If you married to a midget and that's what you like, you'd be proud of that. You see, you'd be proud of that. Don't be shamed now because you you chose, you choose them as you want to. I just didn't want, yeah, I didn't want that. Now, Ms. Maybell, I could talk to you all day, but yeah. as we kind of wind this conversation up, I'm going to throw out some words to you, okay? <laughs> and all these words have to do with relationships. Okay. So just the first thing that comes to your mind, I want you to say what, what this means to you. So loyalty. Commitment. Forgiveness. I won't put you in a chokehold. You avoided being in a chokehold. Okay. Covenant. Marriage. Singleness. Party of one. Okay. Contentment. And that'd be Miss Maybe. Good. Chastity. Oh, she locked down. She locked down. She locked down. Okay. Reputation. Oh, reputation. 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 That's a good one. Um. Can we come back to that making reputation? Um, self-worth. Self-worth, that's good. All right, last one, situationship. Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. R-I-D-I-C-U-L-O-U-S-N-E-S-S. Exclamation point. Thank you for for sharing that with us. But you know, so many women are are okay with with situationships. I find 
Mm-hmm. And do you think that that's because they don't have that self-worth that you were just talking about? Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, uh, 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 Sarah May says she's in a covenant relationship. Oh, well, we oh, we applaud that. Oh, congratulations. You waited. You did the right thing. God bless you. And then you got Tanisha May. She talk about, oh, it's, well, it's complicated. It's it's a situation shift. Don't nobody applaud that or give you no accolades. <laughs> we pray for and we got the anointing oil. A situation shift. Well, what, what benefit do you get from? I don't understand. I don't understand. A situation shift. And you put the ship on it like it makes it something special. Right. Right. Because it's not just a situation. It's a situation shift. It's a situation shift. That just shows how crazy you look. Well, well what is you? What do you? What do you, It's complicated. They ain't giving you no real answers. Oh, it's complicated. Uh, we we working through something. Oh. And, and see, then you hear crickets. Because what can you say? Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the conversation. She can't say nothing. Well, when the last time you seen... Uh, well, he 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 got it's I don't like to talk about uh oh. Oh, okay. Are uh, you judging me? I just asked when was the last time you okay, well. I I, I feel some kind of way. Oh, well, you should feel some kind of way because you was in a situation. Right. <laughs> I just don't well, so we just leave that alone. And then we continue to talk to Sarah May. Well, Sarah May, how you how you enjoying marriage? Or you've learned some things, so you got any advice? For your single friends. And then we can have a conversation with her. But Tanisha May, her, she see, she's lips all turned up because she's in a, but she's in a situation ship. She don't know where a man is. Mm-hmm. So you're in a missing ship because you don't know where he is. <laughs> Invisible ship. You might as well say that because when the last time you see him, you in a broke ship. <laughs> when the last. Oh, Lord. A broke ship. I love it. I love ship. it. Sometimes, sometimes he sometimes he here, sometimes he ain't. Well, you know what, Miss Maybell, you got a lot of wisdom in you, and I love <laughs> talking to you, and I love hearing your relationship advice, and I certainly hope our single listeners take some some wise tips from you today. And um, if people want to find out more about you, if they want to have a conversation with you, are you on social media? How can they reach out to you? You know what? I, see, I had to shut down my social media stuff because I got hacked. Now, can I can I send you the information, Dinka, and then you can? Because you can. I think I'm on Facebook. Let me see. What did I? My Instagram. I don't know what to do. Yeah, Facebook. Miss Maybell. M A E B E L L E. All right. Well, if people have some questions, I'm going to yeah, send yeah. them to you. Yeah, just to me. You know, I need to, maybe I need to do a podcast or something to answer, have people call in or whatever, write me, email me and answer some questions because it's a hot mess out here in these, in these streets, in these streets as, um, well, you're a good friend and a good woman. And so thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you, Miss Dainta. It's just been this good seeing you again and you look ageless. Oh, thank you. <laughs> But single women, listen, y'all needs to pay attention to what Dainta is saying to y'all because she's she's telling that she's speaking the truth and see the truth not only will it set you free and help you look young. Mm. <laughs> well, that's the first. That's the first that I've heard. But you know what? I'm going to take that to the bank. That's good stuff.
And, and that would they do like this when you say something? They snaps, they snap, snaps. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. That's right. You're relevant. I love that. I try. Well, thank you, Miss Maybell. Thank you, Sugar. Y'all be good now. You hear? Listen. If she did not do that Cardi B impersonation spot on, y'all, I can't even do that. It's like, I can't even do it. But anyway, I hope that you guys got some value out of that episode. I know I sure did. And so make sure that you head over to realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 37 so that you can read the show notes of this podcast. I'm also going to have Miss Maybell's Facebook page linked over there. And you'll be able to, of course, find other podcasts that we have done in this whole single AF series. So listen, be sure that you subscribe to this podcast. And I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Super simple to do. All you have to do is just give this podcast five stars and write up a little paragraph, a couple sentences, and just let me know what you think about the podcast. I would sure appreciate hearing from you. Well, guys, that wraps up our time together today. Thanks so much for listening. Again, be sure to head on over to realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 37, where you'll be able to find the podcast and also a link to my coaching. Many of you know, hopefully all of you know by now, that I am also a marriage and relationship coach. And if you are struggling in your relationship, or maybe you just need somebody to talk to, I would love for you to set up a free discussion discovery coaching call with me. So you'll be able to find all of that realrelationshiptalk.com forward slash episode 37. You'll be able to look at the top of the menu and see the coaching tab and you can set up an appointment with me. I'd love to talk to you. So until next time, you guys stay well. Thanks so much for listening today. Hope you have a great rest of your week. I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth, unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.